Hello and welcome. Welcome to our first uh, official podcast for the Backlog Podcast. Uh, my name is Zoe. Uh, I will be your host for today. Uh, you want to introduce yourself real quick, Mike? Yep. Hey, guys. I'm Mike. Uh, Morse Draconis. Probably most of the people watching know me as that. Oh, shit. So, Did you grab my tea? <sighs> go ahead with what's I, going I will, on. I'm go ahead and do what's going on. Uh, so this is the Backlog cast. Um, we basically have a large uh, sector a very large backlog of video games to play and this is just us kind of going going through it um so whether you're you play on console whether you play on pc um tablet whatever you probably have a backlog um and so here we just if you want you can play along and listen um and join us in a discussion um, we have our Discord linked in the description. Um, so if you would like, feel free to join the Discord, um, and you can discuss there. Or if you just want to leave a comment and be like, hey, great job, or you guys suck, or whatever. I think <laughs> this about the game. You guys are totally wrong. Uh, whatever. Just keep it... Uh, polite and civil in the both discord and comments um so basic format of how we're going to be doing this podcast um as you can see we have different uh cards here so we have story gameplay info dump um and these will just kind of come up as we we go through the different Parts of the game, parts of the podcast. Um, but basically, we're gonna have two types of games. Right? So we're gonna have a long game and we're gonna have a short game. Uh, long games are gonna basically be play up until this point, kind of like a um, book club, right? So play up to this point, um, and then we talk about it. And then we give you a new play up to this point. Um, the shorter games are just games that we're going to play in full and then come on here and discuss. Um, so, and it'll vary from episode to episode. So maybe we just do one long game. Maybe we do a short and a long. Maybe we do two shorts. Um, it'll just depend on um really how much how much time we have and how much we can play um so but we do have a kind of format to keep us on task um and you guys will kind of see it as we we go through um anything else you want to add mike uh no i think that pretty much covers it i mean the most important thing is we want you guys to to play along with us or at least, um, you know, play along or watch a playthrough, um, yeah. or something well, like that. Um, yeah, whatever. Some of, the, 
some of the games we're gonna we're gonna stream. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so some games we'll stream, some games all stream, some games Mike might stream. Um, some games we we might stream together. Um, it all just depends on the the game, really. Um, but. But yeah, I mean, the general idea is that, you know, everybody has a backlog of video games, you know, be it, you know, things that you've picked up on Steam for cheap or things that you've bought on like PSN or Xbox or, you know, if you have Xbox Game Pass and it's like, I have all these games that I want to play and I just never get around to playing. Or if you're a collector like me and have like 700 plus games and it's like, only plays like maybe a hundred of them. Yeah. So, Um, you know... The idea is that to give you to give you a reason to go through those games, or for uh, you know, for us, it's these are all games that we've really been meaning to go through and play, and just haven't gone around to. And yeah. sooner, you know, the first couple we're kind of we're picking and choosing what we're playing because we kind of want to keep us motivated and like really want to do this. But after a while, it's going to be chosen randomly. Uh, well, we're going to have uh... like a we'll either choose them randomly or um maybe do some sort of voting system if we get like a bunch of people in the discord absolutely um, we might do some sort of like vote on the next game or something like that yeah or or maybe we'll do um an idea that i had was just a couple of games from each of us and then maybe a couple of games from the community and then we randomly choose from those and we do like a seasons type of format Oh yeah, maybe. Um, so it really—it I mean, it's really going to be dependent on you guys just as much as it's going to be dependent on what we felt like playing. But the first couple, um, we're gonna we're gonna kind of pick by hand. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it looks like you're scratching yourself. I was. Yeah. Sorry, my oh, back okay, was a good. Uh, <laughs> have you? <laughs> back when. Uh, a little bit of a side note. I should make a side note thing that just goes <laughs> over me that just says, like, Zoe's tangent. <laughs> um, there's a gif of Dodger or Press Heart to Continue uh, mm-hmm. or Dex Bonus. Um, and she's, like, furiously scratching her leg, and she just looks at the camera and she's just like... <laughs> <laughs> Like it's, it's it's hilarious. Um, I lo- I love that gif of her. It's, it's pretty good. Um, but yeah. So basically, we're just going to be playing through various games. Our first game that we've chosen is, as you can see by the card that we have up on the up on the screen, is Chrono Cross. Yay! Um, so. This is a game I I have been wanting to replay um really since I played it the first time. Mm. Um so um what about you? Uh I mean for me it was a game that uh I actually played uh on the PS1 uh when I was like 16 or 17. Uh, I borrowed it from a friend in high school. Uh, he had like a bunch of PS1 games and stuff. And um, I only, I, something, for some reason, I only played about halfway for, through it. 
and I don't remember exactly why. Uh, I don't remember if I needed to give it back to him, and I just didn't have time, or I got bored of it. I don't remember what happened Maybe exactly. Maybe you were just like, what the hell is going on in this game? Well, I think at the same time, I, I had borrowed a couple of other games, and I think I, like, super dove into, like, Final Fantasy X, or maybe Final Fantasy Tactics at the same time, and and those just like ended up being yeah. the ones that I like super focused on and ended up dropping um, Chrono Cross during that period. Uh, before we get started, I wanted to do a little intro section. Um, we've we've introduced the podcast, mm-hmm. um, and we've we've said who we are. We've we have said our names. <laughs> we um, have. But we haven't really talked about ourselves, um, so I want to I want to do that a little bit. Oh, sure. Um, so one, this tea is delicious. <laughs> I got I got the Assam tea, and oh my Ooh. god, it's so good. Like, nice. I should be drinking that more often. Mm. But so, as, as stated before, um, my name is Zoe. Um, I go by Lady Farah, uh, mm-hmm. which is actually a Final Fantasy fourteen reference. Uh, my ca- I name all my characters Farah, <clears throat> um, from Prince of Persia, um, Sands of Time. the The lady character was named Farah, and she spelled it the same way I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fourteen, there's a character named Hashafont, and he he calls you sir or lady and i was like oh my god lady farah and so i i I like i just started going by that on my online stuff um i am what what is it on your socials yeah um i am an avid video game collector um i try to play as much as i can uh but sometimes (laughs) playing games is hard (laughs) (laughs) um but i have been collecting ever since really i started in college um like i kind of started in high school like i decided like in high school i'm gonna keep all my games um and really in college is when i started collecting like i started to buy games to to have them right as part of my collection um, for a, for a while, I had been r- running a retro game store, mm-hmm. um, and Mike was actually a part of that as well. Yeah. Um, so it was called uh, Rare Drops. I don't know if any of its online presence is still around. It's um, not. It's all gone. But it was just this small little hometown game store. Um, and that's really well where my collection uh, took off. Also, if you see my eyes or my face darting around, I'm checking various things. <laughs> um, so my current catalog is like 720 games, 720-ish games. Um, and that's all physical. Um, yeah. So... Um, I I I am also a professor. I I I teach physics. Um so I might bring up physicsy stuff from time to time. Um but 
I think that's about it. Uh, recently, I have been playing um, Final Fantasy fourteen, the new expansion, or at least I've been trying to. Um, between problems with the, the logins and, like, just trying to find time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, this is like the expansion that doesn't want to be played or something for me. <laughs> uh, I also started playing Death's Door, and good God, is that game hard. Oh, yeah? Like, I, didn't, I did not expect a game that hard. Um, yeah, it's a hard game. But yeah, um, that's a little bit about me. A little bit about you, Mike. Uh, yeah, I, um, I also worked at the uh, Game Gob, the uh, Game Gob, <laughs> Rare Drops there for a little while. Uh, mainly just helping out when I could, uh, when I wasn't working my full time job at the point. At that point, you were doing our social media mainly. Yeah, I was doing social media mainly, um, uh, just trying to get the word out of any cool shit that came into the the store at the time and uh just uh you know just enjoying the atmosphere more than anything it was just a really cool little shop um i never was a huge game collector uh i mean she'll tell you before we met i really didn't have much in the way of physical stuff you had, I did have you had a desk a pc and a couch <laughs> Yeah, I mean, before that, I did have other stuff, but a lot of that stuff was also shared with uh, the other person that I was living with at the time, and I basically just let them take all that stuff when we parted ways. Um, at, uh, I had a... Uh, the biggest thing was, um, I mean, I've, I've been playing video games literally almost my entire life. I uh, I was actually talking to some people about... I remember when I was a little kid, I was like maybe six or seven, and where my grandparents lived, there was a little tiny, like, uh, like mom and pop grocery store that had a stand-up Mario arcade machine, and it was like, like the like the original. Yeah, the original like, it. But it what was it was, was it one of the player choice. I I literally don't remember. I all I re I remember it was it was playing it was like playing through the NES game. Yeah, that it sounds like it was one of the player choice um arcade cabinets. But it was super super cool. I was like this game is fucking awesome. And then it turned out that my cousin uh that lived down the street from my grandparents actually had an NES and that's when I first played Mario Brothers. That's when I first played god metroid legend of zelda like all the old like classic nes games contra all that stuff uh and then several years later i got an nes uh for christmas uh i've always been a console generation behind except for recently because of money and you know having a job and being and you know ha not having anything else to spend money on so being able to be like yeah i want that gaming, expensive piece of hardware. Gaming is a surprisingly expensive hobby. Um, yes, it is. Uh, but yeah, I've I started playing NES. My grandparents actually had a a um, my other grandparents on my other side of the family actually had a 
uh, an Atari 2600, so I played a bunch of those games. Uh, funny enough, for uh, the longest time, my dad was like one of the best Wizards and Warriors players in the world. Uh, he had like some crazy high score that he had like a plaque and everything for it. It was oh, yeah. fucking, That's it was cool. wild as shit. Like it was super cool. Uh, it was back when those game when game companies were like all about giving you like physical stuff, just like randomly for shit. Uh, that was certainly a big thing with Atari. Um, but yeah, after that it was like Sega Genesis. Um, you were always a big the... Sega fan, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. The when Sega it came Genesis. To Nintendo versus Sega. You you were like Sega. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I had both. I had an NES, and then I had a Genesis instead of a Super Nintendo. So, unfortunately, I missed out on a lot of the like really cool RPGs and stuff until way later when I had a PC and I could just emulate them. Uh, and then I went back and played a lot of those RPGs. Um, actually, funny enough, I mentioned earlier that I played Chrono Trigger when I was like 16 or 17. I had actually, or excuse me, Chrono Tr Cross, not Chrono Trigger. Uh, I had actually not played Chrono Trigger at the time that I played Chrono Cross. Didn't even know what Chrono Trigger was. Didn't know I, that it was linked together at all. I can't remember if I played Chrono Trigger before or after I played Chrono Cross. I um, definitely played Chrono Cross before I played Chrono Trigger. Because Chrono Trigger was one of those games that I went back and emulated on my PC. Yeah, I know, I know the, the way I played through it, though, was through ZSNES. Yeah, yeah. Good old um, ZSNES. Uh my br my brother had like loaded it up. Um and it was it was that um it was that a bunch of Sailor Moon games and Sailor Moon games. uh Zelda. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he actually had um the the fighting Sailor Moon game that's like <laughs> It's like the cockfighting of the fighting game community where it's like one character can just obliterate you in like two hits. <laughs> so it's like uh, it's like the Game Grumps where they played that one super stupid robot game where there's the one that's the boss that's as big as the screen. Uh, big yeah, jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what games have you been playing recently? Uh, recently, uh, I've fallen back into playing a lot of uh, Apex Legends with some friends just because that's fun. Uh, I occasionally dabble back into Path of Exile, which is a, a Diablo-esque uh, yeah, action RPG on the PC. Well, it's actually on everything now. Uh, except for Switch, I think. I don't think there's a Switch version, but there's an Xbox and PSN version. Um, and what else have I been playing recently? Oh, uh, recently I played Inscription, which is a is PC that? only. Oh, dude, that game is wild as shit. Uh, it is a, uh, well, it's actually spelled in crypt, like crypts. Uh, screen, and it's like this weird um oh god my cat just spilled my water everywhere <laughs> really oh no <laughs> go grab a towel I'll uh oh jeez oh, vamp oh. <laughs> <laughs> um so our first game that we're going to be talking about uh is Chrono Cross 
um, the the point that we have played to is um, the first save point after Viper Manor. So you go through somebody in chat just says, "Dang it, cat!" Yeah, I have a feeling we're gonna have a lot of that. We have four cats here, um, so we're probably gonna have a lot of cat shenanigans. Um, but we we played up to Viper Manor, so we played all the way through the level Viper Manor, and then we stopped at the very next save point that you have, which is a in a little village called Goldove, I believe. Um, so if you want to um, stay on track with us, um, you can always, of course, listen back to this. Um, but play up to that point, listen, you know, comment, whatever. Um, okay. And then at the end of this podcast, we will have the... Um, stopping point for the next episode okay um so but a little bit about chrono cross chrono cross was released in 1999 let's see what what it was released in november 18th 1999 in japan and august 15th in 2000 in north america I actually didn't realize it came out in 2000. Yeah, um, that was back. It was back when the you know the uh, difference in uh, games yeah, coming they, out they was had to, pretty they, big. Yeah, they still had to like translate the damn thing. Oh, yeah, um, it is an RPG published at the time known as Square Soft, um, now known as Square Enix. Um. <sighs> It's director, and I'm going to probably throughout the podcast horribly mispronounce names. Um, but Masato Kato was the director. The producer was Hiromichi Tanaka. Uh, he was also one of the designers. Um, artist was Yasuyuki Hanobi and Nobu Teru. Yuki. Um, composers, this game was noted, uh, had a very famous soundtrack. Um, some people call it the best sa- soundtrack of any video game. Um, mm-hmm. Yasunori uh, Mit- Mitsuda. Yasunori Mitsuda was the game's composer. Um, this is part of the Chrono. Uh, series of games which really just involves um chrono trigger and chrono cross um there were other plans um but they never they never really got around to it um let's see checking my notes here real quick um the sequel to chrono trigger um its reception was actually fairly well received yeah it, um, it received one of the it got one of the um releases where uh that the if you're a collector you oh, know yeah, it's the, the, the greatest hits it, it, yeah, hit, the, it did hit greatest hits level which was 1.5 million yeah um 
So, um, but in recent years, it's kind of become a bit of a cult classic. Um, in fact, I was looking up um, an FAQ, um, and somebody was like, so you want to know how to get every character in this obscure little RPG known as Chrono Cross from a company called Squaresoft? And I'm like, yeah. that that aged. I, I can't tell if they're like being like kind of a smart ass or like if they just really thought that. Yeah. Like, um, but that's a little bit about the, the game itself. Um, there are a couple of different ways to play it. Um, so we always, we always uh, like to talk about how, how you can play the game if you want to play it yourself. Um, I am actually... Hold on. Just a sec. I left my tablet. Oh, uh, okay. She stepped away. So, yeah, so uh, one of the cool things that I saw was that... Uh, it uh, re it received a perfect ten on Gamespot, which uh, back during that period actually meant something. Uh, it was actually one of only sixteen games out of the forty thousand games listed on Gamespot to get a perfect ten, and they also gave it the Console Game of the Year award in two thousand. So it was definitely not a. Um... It was a. It, it's a very good game. It's a very good game, and it was a huge, huge success for Square at the time. Um, but ways to play it, um, there is obviously the, the original release on PlayStation 1. Mm -hmm. um, so if you have a PlayStation 1, you can hook that up, put, pop the disc in. You can also play it on PlayStation 2 through its backwards compatibility, um, as well as PlayStation 3. Now note, uh, PlayStation 3 has backwards compatibility with all PlayStation 1 games. All pl PS3s can play PS1 games. But only the, the first can play PS2 games, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't realize that they can actually play PS1 games on their PS3. Yeah. Um, it is still available on uh, PSN storefront, the mm -hmm. PlayStation Network store. Although it is getting a little difficult to buy um, because Sony has made it to where you cannot add funds oh, through right. the consoles anymore. If you play on the PS2, you can't complete the game. Fun fact. That cannot be true because I, I originally played it on the PlayStation 2. Hmm. Um, now... Now, Chrono Cross also did come out in a um, collection where it was that plus Final Fantasy, that, I want to say... You're thinking Chrono Trigger. Oh, shit, that was Chrono Trigger, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you're thinking, I think it's anthologies, Final Fantasy oh. anthologies. Okay, never mind. Um, uh, I, have, I have been playing it on a combination of PS3 and PlayStation Vita. So it is available on Vita and PSP. Um, obviously, you can emulate them on those as well if you have a hacked one, but the legality of that is not <laughs> yeah. for us to discuss. Yeah. Um, there is also, of course, emulation on PC. Uh, that's mm -hmm. how you have been playing it. Uh, at one point, you have to swap the disc and the PS2 
Hang oh. You open the disc tray. Huh. See, I never, I never ran across that problem. Um, maybe, hmm. it's, maybe it's only a, a thing on certain PS2s. Because I know. Maybe, um, maybe it's an issue with only the European release. Maybe. Uh, because the person in chat is uh, in the UK, so. Oh, okay. I it might have just been a European thing. Maybe. Um. Because I remember not having any problems on the PS2. Mm -hmm. Um. But what 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 emulation have you been using? Uh. So I use an emulator called uh. Oh, shoot! I renamed it. What is it called? Uh. It's EPSXE. Um. And it's it's basically it's it's if anyone's tried to emulate PS PS one games, it's like the emulator for it. It they have a mobile version of it. It's a pay version, but it's like three dollars oh, or something uh, like there that. There is also a mobile version of the game. Oh yeah, I, I am sorry that I am not uh, super prepared with this info dump. <laughs> it's um, somebody sprung it on me last minute. No, there is not. That is Chrono Trigger that is on the App Store. Ah, see, there you go. So, so I'm um, not the only but, one that confuses the two. Yes. But, but you can't. You can, of course, emulate it on phones, tablets, computers. Yeah, the the PlayStation uh, One emulator on phones is surprisingly good. Uh, I tested it out on a. It was like a. Uh, Galaxy S8, or I, maybe I think it was what I tried it on, and it yes. worked perfect. Like it didn't have any issues whatsoever. You, you um, had an S8 before your current phone, right? I was trying to remember if I did it on that phone or the one before that. Um, but uh, it obviously I've been playing on my PC, uh, so I get to crank everything up and get to play around with shaders and stuff like that. Uh, I had some issues with like the sound popping and thing, which is apparently just an issue with certain PS1 games with the way that they're uh, programmed uh, with some type of like background layer can cause the sound to like mess up. Um, so that's like yeah, a specific em thing. Emulation by that. is <clears throat> emulation is never never perfect. If you want if you want to play the game the way it was originally made, you you kind of have to have a PS1, a CRT, the game, like it, it's it's a whole big thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is prohibitive, prohibitively expensive um, sometimes to play some of these older games. Um, but there are uh, there's also many many playthroughs, of course. Um, if you have a favorite YouTuber, oh, goodness. Yeah. Um, they pro they have probably played. Chrono Cross at some point. Um, Plenty of streamers too, I'm sure. It, it it's yeah. definitely one of those games that would probably lend more to streaming than putting on YouTube nowadays. So, um, as stated before, this is a sequel to Chrono Trigger. Um, it mm -hmm. follows the events of Chrono Trigger. Now we're gonna try to not spoil Chrono Trigger, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't think... So if you, if you haven't played Chrono Trigger, it's actually not a very long game. Um, for an RPG, it's only like 20 hours. My girlfriend beat it short. in like 
three days. Um, yeah. And she did all the side missions and stuff, too. Um, well, almost all of them. She screwed one of them up. <laughs> um, but we're going we're gonna to try to keep spoilers for Chrono Trigger to a minimum. Um, but obviously, there are... There are going to be parts where we just have to have to talk about what happened in Chrono Trigger. Um, and during that time, anytime we have spoilers, we will put up a little spoilers. Um, so that way, if you if you're playing along um, and you don't want to get spoiled on anything, you know you can uh, leave, come back, and then. Watch the rest of the podcast. Yeah, um, and if and if you're listening to this later in podcast form, um, and and uh, well, not yeah, in podcast form, uh, we will, you of know, course, say spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Like anytime, yeah. anytime the spoiler thing comes up, I keep gesturing to it with my mouse, and I'm like, <laughs> nope, people can't see that. Yeah, I'm but, yeah. I'm used to teaching from COVID. Yeah. Where it's like I just I just plop my screen up on stream and just just start. Po- I would actually physically point at stuff and be like, "You guys can't see what I'm pointing at." <laughs> um, yeah. uh, but anytime we put up this spoiler, we will um, obviously say spoiler warning as well. And it will um, be notated in the times below in yes. the description as well. So. Um, so that's the info dump. Anything to add as far as general information about the game? Uh, I mean, unless you want to say like who the main character is or anything like that. I don't know if you want I mean, we'll get to that. Yeah. So, okay. uh, but yeah, that's it then. Uh, next, we're going to be talking about the gameplay of Chrono Cross. Um, so here we're going to talk about um, the actual mechanics of of the game what what do we think what do we like what do we don't want what we don't like um what do we don't like what What we we don't don't. like um what works what what doesn't work how's the gameplay loop um probably talk about music if we feel like the game has any notable music um obviously this game has one of the best gaming soundtracks ever so we will be discussing the music um and that'll that'll be it for the gameplay section, okay? Um, so the gameplay in Chrono Cross, you, it is a turn-based RPG, right? Mm-hmm. So you have uh, two basic attacks. You have attack and you have element. Um, you also have a stamina gauge that depletes every time you do either one of these actions, right? And so, so what it is, is you have an element grid, right? Um, and as you do hits, it fills up that element grid. And you're able to do an element that's been filled in. Um, or a different a- attack, right? Um, so the interesting thing with the attack is you're not guaranteed, right? So there's three levels of attack. There's one, two, and three. And 
Um, I really wish I had grabbed some some clips of this, um, mm, mm-hmm. but mm. whatever. We know for next time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and each time you do like a level one, level two's percentage goes up, and then level three's goes up, and so forth and so forth. So if you do one, two, three, you have a better chance of hitting. Or you could just be like, screw it, I'm just going to take the chance on the 70% for three and just try to hit all threes. Um, And this is also how much stamina it takes away. Yeah. And the the level of spell is also um, determines how much stamina it takes away. So level two takes away two, level three takes away three, so forth and so forth. Um, and this is this is the basic gameplay loop. Um, so there there are um, various choices you can make in the game, um, and we will be discussing some of them. Um, some of them. Uh, we will not be discussing because we, as we play through it, we just won't get those. Right. Um, so this is a game that has, there are 44 playable characters. Um, and back then that, that was actually a big, big deal. Like that was a lot of characters. Pretty um, sure it's on the, it's on the back of the art, the back of the, the case that, there yeah. are 44 playable characters. It's like one of the big um, points that they make. And the, you can get various characters by doing various things. Um, there are a few characters that you have to make a decision on which one you get. Um, mm-hmm. For example, the first, the first group you, that you have to decide from is the rock star Nikki, the mysterious magician Guile, and the... French swordsman Pierre. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't actually know anything about Pierre because he kind of sucks and is uninteresting. And for whatever reason, Mike chose to chose him. Um, mm-hmm. So we will g- actually get to hear about Pierre. Um, so anything else you want to add? Um, oh, graphics. This game mm. looked... It's- amazing at the time and i i think it still holds up absolutely it does um Um, i will say using the ps1 emulator i'm able to like smooth it out some and like some of the uh (laughs) somebody in chat says imagine not choosing david bowie uh so i mean it it doesn't look as jaggy and and jaggedy and things like that but uh um, still it looks fantastic for what it is. I mean, it's it's another one of those games that has this this game static used, background. Yeah, it used what's called pre-rendered background. Um, mm-hmm. So all of the backgrounds are literally just a picture, um, mm-hmm. and they kind of have like here's the areas where you can walk around in, and your character is this size when it gets to this area and that sort of thing. So it's pre-rendered backgrounds with um, 3D sprites. Mm-hmm. Um. So, um, I think it holds up really well. The sprites obviously are kind of not great it, when you blow well, them up. 
Yeah, I mean, um, it's, P- it's PS1 graphics in general, so things are a little blocky. The, the and... pre-rendered backgrounds still, to this day, look amazing. Yeah, and the cutscenes that they have in the game still look fantastic. Um, I mean, they I, look great for the time. I've noticed on my PlayStation 3, when I play it on... Because, like I said, I've been going back and forth. Because you can mm. transfer saves from the PS3 to the Vita and back and forth. Right. Um, when I play on the Vita, I don't notice any, like, weirdness with, like... Everything looks really smooth, right? Mm, okay. Um, and then when I... I transfer it over to the my 4k screen that my ps3 is hooked up to everything looks a little bit more smeared and pixely um mm-hmm. especially the pre-rendered cutscenes. um oh, there yeah. are artifacts in the pre-rendered cutscenes that on my vita i don't notice it at all like specifically hmm. in the opening movie Interesting. Um, there are a lot of artifacts, and I don't notice it on the Vita. But when huh. I put it on a larger screen, I totally notice it. Um, now, keep in mind, I am also playing the PlayStation Store version of the game. Mm. Um, so I'm not actually physically putting my game in. Um, right. Because for whatever reason, I bought Chrono Cross. I think I bought well, it like last year or something. I mean, it, 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 now it may just be that the game that they have on the PSN store just has like a lower quality uh, FMVs. Oh, I mean, they're not really FMVs, but, you know, videos that they play for well, cutscenes. It may just be um, that, because you can't really upscale pre rendered cutscenes. Mm, so it's just having issues upscaling them. So, like, if there's blurriness in the pre-rendered cutscenes, they're go- you're gonna see them. Yeah, um, that makes sense. So, wh- whereas like AI can go in and like fix things up on like a PC, like like you said, you you can go in and like smooth things out. Right. Yeah. Um, with pre-rendered, it's literally just a movie playing. Right, so you you would have to have like an AI go in there and interpolate frames and stuff, and like clean up images. And as I have been learning, AIs are not good at that. Yeah, they're not super great at that. Still, like there are, they have a time and a place in animation, and this is not one of them. <laughs> um, so I mean, obviously. PlayStation 1 graphics, but yeah, I think the pre-rendered cutscenes still look amazing. Like, I still watch the intro sometimes. Like, I'll yeah. just be like, this is the greatest intro to a video game ever. So, it's, it's a really good intro. So, um, so what are your what are your initial thoughts on uh, I mean, I know that you you've played through the game entirely like before uh, in your, you know, replaying yes, it again. Yes, so I um, because the way we're doing this is uh, one of us leads the game, and mm-hmm. so here I'm leading. I'm leading the discussion on on the games, right? So right. I'm deciding where we play up to. I'm deciding like, okay, talk about this, blah blah blah. 
Um, <clears throat> and so I'm playing ahead, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm technically one podcast ahead of you. Um, right. But I am also playing on... This game had a what's called New Game Plus and Continue Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, and the New Game Plus just lets you start a new game from the beginning with your old characters, all of their items, all of their magic, all of their equipment, everything. You keep their their levels, because um, here you don't level up like a traditional RPG, right? You gain right. star levels. <clears throat> so every time you beat a boss, you gain a star level. Um, and after each star level, you gain so much so many points in like HP and defense and strength and various things. Right. Yeah. And it also expands the grid or not really grid, but like the, I guess grid basically that you can put your, your element grid is accessible to you. Like it fills in more. You can use more (laughs) slots basically. Um, and one of the interesting things that this does is um, it makes it to where every single character that, that you get, because you're not leveling them up individually, they're all playable. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to sit, sit there and be like, oh, man, I just got this character. Now I got to like level them up and like do a bunch of grinding. It's like, no, I got this new character. I can instantly start using them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually kind of funny because um you'll get a new character and they'll they'll be like who do you want in your party and if you don't put them in their part your party they're just kind of like some of them are just kind of like oh but i (laughs) wanted to join yeah yeah so it's actually kind of funny um but i am playing on a new game plus Um, right and you are playing just through the standard first right. playthrough of the, of the game. Absolutely. Um, I in the new game plus you can also um, go and actually beat the final boss at various points. Yeah, yeah, you can and you can beat the game pretty pretty early. Like you can beat the game at the very beginning with just the the main character. Yeah. Um, and you get special endings depending on when you beat the game. Um, I am not doing any of those. I am just kind of doing a new game plus um, so I can kind of speed through it. Because um, also they give you a fast forward button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I just fast forward through all the combat and I plow through everything. Um, because I'm, I'm trying to experience the story again. Um, so, cause you, you've only, you've only played like not even halfway. Yeah, no, uh, I basically played to, you played where... to the, the point where we're going to play to next time. Right. Um, so, <clears throat> and that's actually not that, that's like 10, 15 hours into the game. Yeah. It's not super far into it. Um, so my question was, was going to be, you know, what, I mean, if you can remember or maybe, you know, what has playing through it again, uh, what did you think of the combat system in general? I, I have always loved the combat system of Chrono Cross. I remember when it first came out, 
a lot of people were like, man, it's it's convoluted for no discernible reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really not that complicated once you wrap your head around it. Like you have right. hits, your hits make it to where your element grid is available to you. You use your element grid and then have to build it back up. Right. I, like it. That's the main loop. Like there are some other things. Like you have um, the field effects. Um, so there's a little circle up in the corner of the screen. And as you use spells, it fills in with whatever color the spell was. So in the right. game, there's six elements. They're, they literally just call them red, blue, yellow, green, white, black. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they completely got rid of it being like fire, earth, water, so or whatever. Chad says, it's not your typical RPG, and it takes a bit of getting used to, but it's not difficult. And yeah, no, it's, it, it's 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 not a difficult combat system. When I so I don't know if it started this way with New Game Plus, but if you make if you start completely fresh in the game, it actually starts with the auto select feature to where you don't actually get to decide like if you're going to do the first attack, the second attack, or the third attack. Like it it always goes through and does one, two, three. One one one, yeah, yeah. It kind of, and it, 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 it kind of for an old game, it has a lot of modern sensibilities. Yeah, it has a lot um, of like tutorial stuff in that kind like, of sense. Like, and it's not like the tutorials like yeah, press X to do this and blah blah blah. Did you know you can press X to jump? It's like, well, yeah. duh! It's a game where I jump. Um, right <laughs> like i'm playing mario uh yeah jump i figured that now, that out no um, it does it, do the thing where in the beginning um the people you talk to specifically the people in the first town that you start in uh they tell you how to play the game and there's actually like a intro fight on telling you like how yeah, to fight and things it was, like it that. was one of those games where and take take it for for what it is uh the intro fight can kind of drag um like thank god i was able to like power through that um because i i mean i just skipped it i didn't even talk to him (laughs) oh yeah i mean thankfully it's also optional yeah um you you don't get anything for it it just teaches you how to play um so um, but there's a lot of modern sensibilities, like having not having to level up every character separately. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that leveling system, I think, is one of the best things about the game. And that you can just you, when you get a character, you can just play that that character. Like yeah. y- you still have advantages. Like you get more uh, element grid the more you use a character. You get mm-hmm. more stats the more you use the character, right? And so you definitely get advantages for using a certain character. Um, like, my first time through, I always picked uh, Guile as my, my first, like, character that you have to choose. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's really interesting because his element grid, most of them start out with, like, you have a lot of them, and then the higher the level, the fewer you get. So it's kind of this like triangle. 
Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's usually is, a triangle that goes up from big to small. His goes yeah. from small to big. Yeah, and so yeah. you get, like, a couple of, like, level one, level two, level three, and then you get, like, five level sevens. And yeah, it's like, oh, my God. This huge. Is, but you kind of have to play him. So you still have an you still get um you still get advantages for playing with certain characters uh, but it's not like uh oh i didn't level that character so i didn't see that story or i didn't i didn't level this character so i never got to experience you know combat with this character you know yeah i mean pretty much the only thing that you could theoretically not experience is uh one of the side characters you get has the ability to steal things yeah well there's actually a couple of characters that have steel oh are there okay yeah there there's there's another character that has um a steel ability hmm. um so um so, is is there any music that's like? Well, before we get to music, um, oh, okay. one of the things I wanted to bring up is uh, the game uses those that are familiar with um, the old Final Fantasy games mm-hmm. will uh, remember the active versus wait mm-hmm. systems. Um, active is basically whether you're in a menu selecting an item, an attack, whatever, the game continues on. So, like, yeah. if you sit in a menu for, like, a minute, the boss is just going to keep hitting you, right? Yeah. So you got to be fast. Wait is when you go into a menu, the it basically pauses their progress bar, right? Right. And then when you come out of that, it starts back up. Um, this game uses the active system but does not tell you yeah no there's no indication whatsoever you will be doing like your your basic like one two three attacks and all of a sudden the enemies will just be like nope my turn yeah and what and what kind of sucks is if they interrupt you in the middle of that combo it actually screws up the percentages and like basically sometimes. resets them. Sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. Um, I think it's, um, it because I always mash the the X button when I'm going through my attacks. Because I'm like, okay, I'm gonna build up my my thing and then use a spell the next turn, right? Or the next time this character can do something. Yeah. Um. So, I think it's if you are in the middle of your attack, and the the enemy interrupts you it just starts right back up but if you're like one okay that happened then two okay that one happened then three if you do that then it'll reset the percentages Hmm. so i think there's actually an advantage to kind of mashing the x button as you go through your basic attack combo yeah um either that or it's completely random which is even more infuriating (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So. Um, so speaking speaking of like the combo that you would use when you would play like play for real and not just like completely wipe the floor with everything because you're doing new game plus, would you always just like 
have everybody attack one turn and then use magic the next turn? Or would you do the thing, because you can theoretically... You, you, can, you, do... can, you can stop your attack at any point and go and use straight magic. into your element grid. Right. Um, and so, so you can theoretically do like you a, can, you can go a one, two, three, and then cast a level four spell. Right, and that'll actually put you into the negative the stamina. Negative. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really what people are like, oh, it's so complicated. Right. Um, is the stamina. So as you do stuff, it depletes your stamina. As other people do stuff, you gain stamina. I don't know why mm-hmm. you flashed yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what happened there. That was weird. Um, so, um, but you can also go into the negative, in which case you still have to wait until you get into the positive before that character can do anything, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a, a high risk, high reward type thing. So I actually I figured out something with the combat system because I was messing around with it. And I actually figured out that if you wanted to do the, like, attack four times or whatever uh, and deplete it all down to where you only have one stamina left and then you cast a big spell and it puts you in the negative, right? And you do that with each of the characters so they're all in the negative. The next turn that comes around, they'll only have, like, one or two stamina. But if you have everybody block, they all go back to seven the next time. Yeah, if you have everyone block, it kind of resets. So you can um, so you can try and like burst down monsters in the fight, uh, to where like it would only be they'd only get one attack instead of maybe two or three if you did nothing but attacks and then waited and then built your stamina back up. You know, I waited for your stamina to build back up the next round, yeah. cast a spell, and then because then they would have an extra round to attack, basically. Yeah. Uh, you know, in a game that doesn't tell you whether are rounds or anything. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I think that's that's one of my biggest frustrations with this game is it needed a system like Final Fantasy X where it just told you what order things were going to happen in. Like, yeah. it was... In ten, it was, like, always different, and it was based off of, like, the character's speed stat or something like that. Right. But the it, game, and it, it had, was like it had like a it had like a bar at the top. Yeah, it that had like a bar that yeah. was like, okay, it's gonna be this person's turn, and then this, and then this, and then the enemy takes their turn, and like you yeah. could use that to your advantage. Like the game needs some sort of like clear. There's no clear understanding of how the enemies get to attack. Like yeah. it, there's no bar. There's no. Like, if there's a bar, we need to see the bar, like, something, you know? Yeah, and, and there's, no, there's no, like, indication of, like, what they're going to do. Like, the only, indi- the only indicator you have whatsoever is when you beat, beat on an enemy, they'll, stay, they'll change their stance in some way when they're at, like, almost dead. And yeah. most, enemy, most enemies have, like, a different ability or something that they'll use when they're almost dead. Yeah. And that's, that's usually an indication of, oh shit, I need to kill that dude real fast before he casts fire and hits everything or something. But um, to, answer, to answer your question, um, I would, after a certain point in the game, I would build up um, the character Kid 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I would build up hers, steal as soon as I could, mm. and then kind of then build up everyone. Mm. Um, and and it, it it'll change later on. Like the way you s- strategize will change. Um, <laughs> when you get uh, summons and whatnot. Mm. So the game kind of switches up things a little bit. Hmm. Um, Interesting. But for the most part, it's it's your basic RPG. You go through, you do the same thing ad nauseum. Like, yeah, you do it yeah. over and over and over. Like, So did you, we spoke on the, like, field thing that it has where there are like different field colors and they affect things yeah did you were you always like super specific on trying to like maximize those type of things or it was just like ah fuck it i'm just gonna cast that spell because i want to use that spell at this Um, point it well see in the beginning it doesn't really matter yeah it does it it, so far it doesn't really want to keep the field from being all of whatever the the characters you're fighting are like if mm. you're fighting a character that casts black magic you want to keep the field from being all black at once right right um there's actually a mechanic and and as we play through we'll discuss mechanics that kind of change mm, um, okay so and there there's actually a mechanic um that requires you to make the field all one color in oh, order I to do I, something. I remember that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually just got the first one of these things, um, but that will be talked about in the next video because, again, I'm playing ahead. Hmm. Um, so I know I know more than you. <laughs> um, I, know what, I know what you're talking about, though. I remember that. Um. So and and it actually becomes a very crucial um, gameplay mechanic mm. at a certain point, um, but for the most part, no, no. If I wanted to cast a spell, I just casted it. And right. if I saw like, oh, the next spell that is gonna be cast can like change the make make the field all one color, then I would just cast a different color. Mm. I would just make sure that I casted whatever the enemy was not. So um, when so when you're setting up the um the different uh skills in the skill trees in the, the the not the tree but the like grid the element thing. grid yeah element grid there we go um are you specifically going in and setting those or are you letting it do it like auto? Uh, I kind of do a combination. Yeah. Um. So. I remember in my first playthrough, I always set them by hand Mm -hmm. Um, because you you start out with such a small grid, right? Right. It's it's pretty easy to be like, well, I want I want pretty easy. I want the I want I want the spell that hits everybody to be the most powerful. Yeah, like it's it's pretty easy to be like, oh, okay, I want I want a healing spell. I want like you know an attack spell. I want an AOE spell. because you have like five slots to put stuff in. Right, right. right. Um when you start getting like your full grids, 
it's usually a lot easier just to say auto and then just go back and refine it. I found that's that's basically I've already started doing that. I've basically but just like, been like just do auto and then I'll just be like, no, you don't need three ice lances on level yeah, three guy. Yeah, you know, like, change that up. Um, like your main character, t- typically, I just always did that one by hand. Mm. Um, because it was like I always had him in my party. Um, right. because you, actually, your first playthrough, you have to have him in your party. Mm-hmm. You can't not have the main character. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I'm avoiding saying his name. His name is, his name is, is Surge. It's well, not that's a his default name. Yeah, you can change the name of all of the characters, which is actually yeah. like it's kind of neat. Um, I I never I never do anything with that. Also, I contend that his name is pronounced Sergey. No, it's Surge. But it's spelled it's like Surge. Sergei. You're wrong. <laughs> I will die on this hill. Just the same way it's Titus, not Titus. Or... Oh, well, Titus is, well, Titus is wrong. Whatever. It's Titus. It's but, Titus. Yeah. yeah. Like, I will die on that. It's Zadane, not Zadane. Really? Wow! I always I will, say... I will die on these hills. Interesting. I can't remember. I think I would always say Zidane in my head as well. I can't remember. Nope. It is a game that has very strong French influences, and so his name is Zidane. Because <laughs> also, it's a it's a Japanese name, and that's just how you would say it. Anyway. I'm not getting I mean, into that argument until we play that game. I mean, to be fair, this game also has very strong French influences. I mean, at parts, yeah. I mean, a lot of the characters are very French-sounding names. I mean, yeah, and unfortunately the game does the thing where it spells out their dialects. Mm, yeah. And I, I hate that with a fiery passion. <laughs> like just write it out normally and tell me they have an accent right like just put it in parentheses by their name or something i don't care i spend so much time trying to decipher what that goddamn clown is saying <laughs> like her accent is so thick i love it like, it's really cool, but, like, just type it out normally and tell me she's got a thick accent. Like, I know it's not books. I, yeah. I know, but, like, it's just, anno- I hate, because you, the spelling of some words is, like, I think it's, like, what, the is Z. Z, yeah. yeah. And it's, like, wait, what is what what is <laughs> what is z h e what what the hell yeah. is that yeah um so it's like i i i hate it some people love it some people are like it's one of the best features of the game i i, I mean it, it, it's one of those things that like all the rpgs around that that era i hate books if, that do it too yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, it was just, that was the popular thing to do like, for people that were uh, translating Japanese to English yeah. when they had that type of accent. They would they would 
make sure that that accent came through in the dialogue um, in some way. What was it? Huckleberry Finn? Oh, yeah. Very, yeah. Oh, my God. I I hate I hate his writings. Not because, <laughs> like, he's a racist. Well, I mean, he wasn't really racist, um, but... I mean, yeah. I mean, he was, but he was like, I'm racist because everyone's racist. Yeah. It's inherent in our society. Um, but like, I hate his writing because he's he does phonetic spelling of stuff, and I'm like, no, no, no. Just tell me they have an accent. Just tell me they have a Creole accent. Just tell me they have a French accent. Just tell me they talk with a lisp instead of doubling like ever. Oh my god, I hate it so much. Like I. No. If I was making a game and somebody was like, hey, let's spell it, spell things out phonetically, I'd be like, you're fired. <laughs> Jesus. Like, no, just be like, no, you're gone. Sorry. I, I mean, you could just be like, no, you're wrong. We're not doing that. But Nope. Wow. Wow. Uh, anyway, is there any uh, like gameplay gameplay that we haven't mentioned that you want to bring up? No, I think that's pretty much everything. Um, I, I find the gameplay pretty enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it's pretty enjoyable. I I it, will say, I, the first time I, like, turned off the auto thing, I was messing around and I was just like, I wonder if you just do nothing but light attacks, if it's more damage than if you did, like, a light, medium, and then heavy. No, it is definitely not. No, no. <laughs> definitely not. Like, there's actually... um items in the game and spells in the game that will increase your hit percentage. <laughs> like one of them is just 99 and it makes every hit 99%. And so you just, oh, yeah. you cast that and just level three, level three, level three. Oh, like, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, well, let's, let's move on to um, the music real quick. Um, sure. Now I'm not a, a music aficionado or anything definitely um, not either like i can't tell you oh listen you can really tell that this song was influenced by this type of culture or whatnot um right. the basics of my opinion on music is it's good shit <laughs> like the, i mean i can expand on that a little bit but like the music is very dynamic like so it has such a a large range of music so like, looking at the looking at the name of the songs in the in the uh chrono cross uh ost yeah uh i never noticed until just now actually that when the first thing that we're going to talk about happens and uh, the music in the locations change. Yeah. I did not notice that. Yeah. That's very, very cool. Like, it, it's got a bunch of, like, remixes and, like, rearrangements of, uh, yeah. like, the final song that plays during the credits. Like, it plays throughout the game. 
but you don't know mm-hmm. it until until you get to the end of the game, and then like you have a like a light bulb moment at that point. Um, right. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to say any more, uh, because that's getting into like spoiler territories. Yeah. Um, but it's amazing, and that I mean that song is amazing. It's everything is just so well written, and like it captures the feel. Like the whole game takes place in like these little islands. It's like it's almost like an archipelago, um, mm-hmm. like the whole region. And it just gives you this very like the opening village is very tropical feel and like mm-hmm. the music it just teleports you right to it. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and I mean, I think the ending song when we get to it, I can't. That song that it's one of the greatest songs ever. <laughs> like, like I've cried to that song. I don't. I don't think I've ever heard it. So that'll be interesting. Um. But like, some I I kind of wish they had done um, some different combat music. Mm, yeah, it's all um, well. Yeah, I mean that's it, very it, old school RPG so, though. So the way I always judge a soundtrack is, would I listen to it on its own? Mm. And the answer for here is yes, absolutely. I would, I would, li- I do listen to the soundtrack on its own. Like, there's one point in in the game where they just have a rock opera, mm-hmm. and it's really good. Hmm. Like, again, I'm not gonna say anything other than it's a rock opera, uh, but it's real good. Um. Anything else you want to... What What do you think of the music? I think it's really good. Um, I I mean, having only heard maybe a third of it or so, I mean, so far it's, it's good, but it, it's not anything that's, like, blown me away or anything. So I'll be interested to hear... I mean, you you say that the last like the the song that plays on the credits is really good. So I mean, that'll yeah. be interesting to hear. And well, and I, I think the best thing you can say about a gaming soundtrack is it fits. Oh yeah, totally. Like it, yeah, it's it it's definitely not one of those things where it's like you go into an area and you're like, what the what the fuck am I listening yeah, to? It, what is this? Like if you play the original Resident Evil and it's just. In, in yeah. the basement and it's like wait did a deaf guy make this and in fact yes oh really yeah but it turned out he wasn't actually deaf oh wow i didn't know that anyway um uh but yeah that that's that's what we have to say about the music uh it's really good uh it's totally worth a listen uh so um on to the next segment. So we're all done talking about gameplay. Basic gameplay. It's it's your standard JRPG. Um, <laughs> obviously, it's a little repetitive. Um, I mean the combat, like, the combat like any old 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 game. It's it's repetitive. Like you're gonna be doing the same thing a lot. Um, yeah. But one of the things I I do want to point out before we end this segment mm-hmm. is. This was one of the first games that you could see the enemies on screen. There was no randomness to the battles. If you wanted to avoid an enemy, 
you just walk around them. Right. Um, and so like, there's a certain point in the game where you're just like, oh, I just don't, don't want to do the battles anymore. <laughs> and you're right, just like, right. I'm just gonna walk past all these guys, or I've I've fought these guys a million times. I'm just gonna walk past them. So. But it also, funny enough, is well because it's an old school RPG where you can you sometimes have to grind for things. It makes grinding easier. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, on to the next segment: stories. And this is where we're gonna get into spoilers. So we're gonna put up the little spoilers, spoiler warning for those listening in audio form. Yeah. Um, so. So the way we're gonna do this is we're gonna go through kind of story beats, right? Mm-hmm. So we're gonna gonna kind of recap what's happened so far, um, up to the point that we've played. Let me grab my notes here. Um, and we're just going to kind of go by, by beats. And so, and then we're going to go back and we're going to talk about specific things. Okay. So if you're listening and you're like, oh my God, they skipped over this. We'll get to it. Hopefully we'll get to it. Because again, some of this stuff is optional content and, Mm -hmm. um, okay. So we start the game with an opening cinematic, the pre-rendered cutscene. We start out in this big fortress, right? It's kind of this, we see an overview of this fortress. And it's got all these dragons and stuff on it, and it's like out in the middle of nowhere, it seems. Um, And we actually start the game with three characters. Like, we start the game in media res. Which, for those that don't know, that just means in the middle. Mm-hmm. Right? So we start in media res at this tower, which we will learn very shortly is called Fort Dragoonia. Um, and we go through a little bit of a you're super powerful, mess around with the combat, have fun. Like, there's no... There's no secret paths, there's no alternative paths, um, anything like that. Um, it's just a linear, like, you go through it. Um, and one of the interesting things here is actually you always start with Surge, the main character, Kid, and the third character you get is always randomized. Mm-hmm. I got the best character, Miki. Who did mm. you get? Do you remember? I don't remember offhand. I know it was a female character, and I I want to say it might have been uh, a character that you meet very shortly in Lena, uh, but it it also could have been one of the dark-haired characters. Uh, there was definitely a female character. I cannot remember who it was. But yeah, because I, I will say that the funny thing about this particular area as well is if you if you've played the game, and you've played through that area before, you can literally avoid every fight, which is exactly yeah, yeah, what I did. Yeah, you, you don't actually have to fight anything. Um, yeah. It gives so, you the ability to fight things if you want, especially to test out. I mean, you know. So we, we, go, we go through the level. Uh, we get to the end of it. We get to the top of Fort Dragonia. And we get another pre-rendered cutscene 
where Surge, the, our main character, stabs kid. Or it seems well, like he stabs, stabs kid. Well, there's the, the thing with the door first. I mean, yeah, but that's not really... I that, mean, that's just a reoccurring theme. The door yeah. does this, like, fish-eyed thing. Um, it's real weird. It's real weird, but it's just a... It's, I feel like that is just an analogy of the the wave coming at because like everything's based off the ocean mm, um a, yeah. like a wave coming towards you and you get that kind of vertigo um i th- I think that that's probably just a reoccurring theme um but we get a scene and it looks like surge stabs kid and we see drops of blood and then we wake up in our starting area as so many rpgs start we wake up with our main character in bed, having overslept. We, s- gotta, we wake up. Gotta love that trope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we wake up in, and I, I think I'm pronouncing it right, Arnie Village. Yeah. Which is the stupidest name I've ever. Arnie <laughs> Arnie, sure. Um, so we basically wake up, we go outside, we, we talk to a bunch of people, we kind of piece together where we are, um, and mm-hmm. then, then we talk to our childhood friend, Lena, or Lena, however It also, also seems like our either our girlfriend or, like, betrothed she, in some kind of she way. She is the stereotype of childhood friend. Yeah. So, so if you if you are familiar with the childhood friend um, trope, um, and if not, I I suggest you look up overly sarcastic production. Uh, they talk about a lot of tropes, and they're a really fun YouTube channel. Um, but you talk to your to your friend Lena or Lena, um, and she yells at you for oversleeping, and. Apparently, you have promised to go get her Komodo dragon scales so that she can make a necklace. And this necklace is given to, like, people that you like and whatnot. So so the whole, like, Surge is and Lena or, or Lena are a thing. It's kind of an ongoing mm-hmm. thing in the very beginning of the game. Right? So you go to the... The beach. I mean, you talk to various people in the village, and you can. This is where you, you do like the tutorial, um, and whatnot. And there's a f- couple of different like little side missions you can start. Um, and there's a, and there's a. This is where you can first pick up a one of the forty four characters. Yeah, th- there's a character you can actually pick up. Um, but again, we'll talk about that after the synopsis. Um, so you go through another level and you hunt down a bunch of komodo dragons uh which are not the komodo dragons from this world it's a very different type of komodo dragon they like stand on their feet Mm -hmm. um but you do various things you eventually get three of them which is how many you need and then you go to opasa beach and you have you 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 also have the first your first boss fight in the game well yeah yeah you 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 have a first most of these end in some sort of boss fight, but not all of them are notable. Yeah. Um, so, like, 
fighting the Mama Komodo dragon is not really like a a huge like oh my god. I it's, mean, you, you're gonna need to know that later. I mean, you you um beat you up her you cubs. Fight, you fight a boss at the end. So you get to the the area right past that, which is called Opasa Beach. Mm-hmm. And you sh- share a little moment with Lena. And she talks about, like, oh, do you remember that day? And you can either be like, what? Or you can be like, yeah, no, I totally remember. You can lie to her like a piece of shit. Um... <laughs> And then, uh, as Serge is staring out into the ocean, he <clears throat> has a vision. The ocean kind of retracts out, and then a huge wave washes over him. And he something happens. He seems to be teleported somewhere of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go back out onto the world map, and just up in the corner, it says, Another World. Mm-hmm. And you go back to the village and you start talking to people and you realize I'm dead. Serge realizes like everyone's like Serge. No, you can't be Serge. He's dead. He died 10 years ago. And you're just like, what? Um, and you, you go, you talk to Lena and she's like, no, you can't be Serge. Don't even joke about that. That w- that was my friend. He died like ten years ago. His grave is up at Cape Howe, and so she suggests that you go visit the grave because not not any nobody's done that in a while. <clears throat> so you go, you short short little hop, skip, and the jump away from from the village. You go to Cape Howe to visit your own grave. Very weird. Um, and in Cape Howe, you run across <clears throat> a little group. Uh, you run across Karsh, Salt, and Peppa. Um, and you basically, you have another tutorial in this mm-hmm. area. Um, and they teach you how any, to use elements. Anytime Salt and Pepper show up, it's basically tutorial time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you had the actual boss fight with them. Um, it did, yeah, yeah. So you can talk a little bit about that, how that that was. Um, but you learn that they are looking for the ghost of the boy who died ten years ago, which that kind of sounds like you. Um, and so they kind of corner you when you're looking at the gravestone, and all of a sudden this this kid shows up. Named Kid. She's just like, hey, just call me Kid. Um, who has a very thick Australian accent. And me and my girlfriend have just been like, yeah, it's Kid. It's just, oi! <laughs> She's like, oi! What are you doing, mate? Um, but she helps you out. She she helps you defeat Karsh and Salt and Pepper. Um, and she, she just decides... Um, she wants to team up with you. Um, and you, there's a d- little decision you can make. Um, but for the most part, Kid joins up with you. Um, and you guys decide to investigate this whole, like, Nate's looking for this ghost of the boy that died. And so you head out to ter- the city of Termina. 
Um, to get there, you need to go through a little uh, little a- area called Fossil Valley. Uh, not a whole lot happens there. There's some characters you can pick up, um, some side quests you can start. Um, but for the most part, it's a pretty straightforward run through the dungeon, fight enemies, fight a boss. Um, I think it's a boss tutorial. I think it's salt mm. and pepper at the end. Yes, that's when you, um, you fight And they, them they again. teach you a little bit more about the magic system. Mm-hmm. Um, but you get to Termina, and this is where the game kind of opens up opens a little up. bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you go through, you explore the town, you meet various characters. Uh, one character you meet is named Glenn. Um, you, meet, you can meet Riddle. Uh, you can meet... Korcha. Korcha. Oh, you can meet um Oh, the the shop lady. I don't remember her name off the top of my head. Um but mm-hmm. the item shop mm-hmm. lady. Mm-hmm. Um and so you know, various various little side missions kind of open up to you. Um but nothing you can like complete. Um right. but you overhear someone talking about Viper Manor. And that's where all the knights hang out. And you decide, oh, okay, well, we need, obviously, we need to break into Viper Manor. Um, and so this is where you, you get your first big decision. Uh, you, you can make three characters when you're in Termina Village Nikki, Guile, and Pierre. Each one offers a different way to get into Viper Manor. Um, and so. If you choose Nikki, Guile and Pierre disappear. Like you cannot get them in your party. You can't do those levels anymore. You are stuck with Nikki. Or as somebody in the chat put it, uh, David Bowie. Because <laughs> yeah. it looks like Zig- Ziggy Stardust from. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but we'll talk about the specifics of that. Um, you go to Viper Manor. And it's kind of a, a an open ended dungeon. You explore the area. You meet a you meet various people. Um, you you can meet Jusia, who is a Russian scientist who mm. speaks with a very heavy Russian accent. They all speak with a heavy accent. Mm-hmm. Um, Orcha, a chef, different from Korcha. Uh, you mm. meet the three dragoon knights. Uh, so you learn like the dragoons have like their four heads or they have the four people in charge and there's only three of them right now because one of them just died. And, um, you meet Pip, who is a little science experiment of Jusia's, uh, a guy named the Prophet, potentially, and a girl named Marl. I believe that was her name. Um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. In this, you can talk to the prophet and get some story, but we'll actually talk about that afterwards um, because it is not required of you to to do that. Okay. If you know what you're doing, you can just skip it. True. Um, so we're going to talk about that later because um, it's actually a pretty in-depth conversation. Uh, so you get to the end of Viper Manor and you... Um, confront the head of the 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 knights dragoons the dragoons um 
General Viper, um, and mm-hmm. he, apparently he has teamed up with someone named Lynx, and Kid knows this Lynx in some way. We have we don't know how yet, um, but there is this artifact there, and they call it the Frozen Flame. Mm-hmm. And Surge seems to have a reaction. He sees this island. He has a vision of this island exploding. Um, and then Lynx comes out and does a bunch of exposition. And he calls you the Chrono Trigger. Um, and you're basically cornered at this point. Like, th- they've got you outnumbered. Um, and so Kid grabs this random chick, Riddle, um, who you may or may not have met in Termina Village earlier, um, and kind of like makes their way out to the balcony um, where Lynx expositions some more um, and ends up throwing a poison dagger at Kid. And Kid falls off... Well... Kid pushes Riddle out of the way to make sure she doesn't get hit. And she gets hit with the poison dagger, um, which is actually kind of an important little tidbit. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kid falls over. You jump over after her. Um, this guy named Korcha, who runs like a little fairy service, rescues you and takes you to Goldove uh, Village, which is off the main island. Um, And there you learn that Kid has been poisoned and that the only way to cure her is by finding the Hydra, finding an antidote from the Hydra, but Hydras do not exist anymore. They are extinct. And that is where we left, we leave off. Okay? Um, so, now, let's go back, um, and kind of do this in order. Mm -hmm. Uh, so when you got to Arnie Village, you picked up the first character, right? Yes, it is a, a dog with a, that talks with a lisp named Pushel. And actually, while you talk about that real quick, I have got to use the bathroom real quick. Oh, well, why don't we take a break, and then we'll talk about that. You want to do that? Yeah, let's okay. do that. Uh, we can I'd show like our little break thing um, and do that. All right. We will be right back in a, probably two to three minutes. Mm-hmm.
Oops, what? I, I played the intro song there. We oh. are back. Welcome back. Um, so we just did our story recap. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. we are starting from the beginning and kind of talking about the various points of the story that we want to talk about. Right? And you were talking about um, the first character that you picked up, first optional character that you picked up. Right. So uh, the first character you can pick up is Pushel. Uh, it's a, a, uh, a dog that can talk. Uh, he talks with a lisp. Uh, he's super cute and... Uh, Completely useless. He, he's not useless. He's just, he's very tanky. Yeah, he has like no magic. Yeah, he's not very good at magic and he's, he's very tanky uh, and... If you if you like equip him with decent stuff, he will start to hurt. I mean, yeah, but uh but uh you can get him uh super early. You can get him before you even go to um yeah, you can get him before you go to Cape Hal and it kind of mm-hmm. the game kind of breaks cuz it assumes that Surge is by himself when it's, he gets to pretty, Cape Hal. And so, so it's like it's pretty it's pretty funny. You basically you walk up to the the uh the tombstone that's there and uh, and uh as you're walking up Pushal you kind of just look at him and you, it's basically like Serge just tells him kind of fuck off a little bit and like scoot back some and as he like scoots back uh and you're attacked by the three uh people that come up to attack you um they they kick him they kick poor Pushel and like knock him off the thing into the the weeds to the side. He he's and a, then he's a bit of a joke character. He is a bit of a joke character. Um, um but but what's funny is is later um uh, when you go when you collect up the the scales and you go to meet Lena at the beach after that, um you um Obviously, if you have him there as well, she actually mentions him and like speaks to him first before she starts talking to Serge. And during that point, uh, you mentioned the thing about her asking if you remember and being an asshole and lying to her, saying that you remember. Yeah, it's it's actually a really big decision that changes a very huge thing if you say if you say that you remember. Well, yeah, but we're not gonna know about that until like, right? But it is a it is a thing. It 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 seems like an innocent question. Yeah, well, it's an it's a, two innocent questions actually. But if you a, answer a them, of, a lot of the choices in this game are some of them are like don't matter, right? And then some of them are like, no, it's gonna change how things play out dramatically. Mm-hmm. Um, like basically, the the next choice we have to make is whether or not to save kid because mm-hmm. she's been poisoned. Um, and I keep telling you, like you're like, oh, but it, you get these characters if you don't save her, right. and like it when you get to Cape Howell and kid has to join, you can reject her and you can get Lena in your party. And you can actually, if you don't pick up Pushel 
at the very beginning of the game. Uh, you actually get Lena and Pushel at that point. Yeah. If you um, if you deny her. And Lena's actually like a pretty pretty decent character. She's dude. She is really good at magic. But it also like I think you have cut yourself off from getting kids kids full, full, full story, story. Oh, yeah i don't know um so i keep being like no no you need to like go with the choices that you're like no of course yeah like of course i'll yeah. let you join my party of course i'll save you like all that because like so i mean the one thing so the one thing that i did for this gameplay this playthrough so far that i'm probably going to stop doing is i i found a guide that basically was like this is what you need to do to get as many of the characters in one playthrough as possible. Because I figured what's, you know, playing through it for the first time, I should try and, like, experience as much stuff as possible. You you stopped using it, and I started using it. Yeah. I, well, I'm going to, I actually, I'm, I'm going to stop using it. I'm going to stop using it at the point that we stopped for this podcast. Um, I haven't played any further than, um, you know, what happens at the the viper manor and everything right. and kid getting stabbed um, um but there there's also um a scene that seem seems fairly inconsequential um you you talk with a fisherman dude in a in a basement of his house and he gives you a shark tooth mm -hmm. um at the very beginning of the game yeah in the very beginning like in that first village when you're kind of walking around exploring talking to everyone mm -hmm. um and then when you get to another world, which we'll talk about what's going on with that here in a little bit, um, mm -hmm. you you meet that guy again, but he never became a fisherman. And if you talk to him before, you actually get a, a secret character. Um, well, what's funny, if you talk to his, his uh, old father and the wife and kids in the house... You actually come to find out that something happened to him uh, when he was a fisherman before. Yeah, and, and there's like a point where he has to basically decide. If, yeah, if he's going to be a fisherman to... or if he's going to do something else. And obviously, right. in this version of the world, he chose to do something else. He becomes like super devout, like crazy, like crazy. He, he worships a religious. scarecrow. Yeah, he worships this like idol. Um, and he he stops working. He stops like yeah. he he's just all down there at the scarecrow like all the time. Um, he's basically completely ruined his life. Yeah, but um, you do get a a, a little secret character. Um, you get mm -hmm. the little his, scarecrow that he's worshiping. Yeah, his name is Mojo. It turns Mojo. out that he is he That's... is a sentient uh scarecrow. Um. So that that's. A, a lot of the the secret characters you kind of have to like like there there's an egg in fossil valley that you have to get in order to get mm -hmm. a specific character which i'm yep. trying to get as many characters as i can so we can talk about all of them right. um and i'm gonna do my best um but obviously like i might miss a few well, so, and like, like the choice between Nikki, Guile, and Pierre, like mm -hmm. I had to choose one of them. He had to choose one of them. So we're gonna lose out on one of the, one of the characters. But thankfully, I actually know his story pretty well. Yeah. 
Um, and and you, you 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 know said earlier that you that you know I picked Pierre. I picked Pierre because I knew you weren't going to. I basically thought you were gonna pick Guile though. No. Um, because I was like, yeah, you should pick Guile. He makes the game a little easier. He's a bit of an OP character, and he ties yeah. stuff in with Chrono Trigger. Um, well, what's funny is apparently Pierre becomes incredibly OP about halfway through the game when oh, you no, find they all, all of his items. They, they all become OP. All oh, three of these they? characters basically become OP, but in different ways. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but so, yes, right now, right now, Pierre is completely useless. <laughs> um, so that actually brings us to to that decision. Well, uh, before well, we get to okay, that, yeah. I, I have another thing that happens with Pushel. Uh So, so when you go to talk to Lena at the beach, and the whole thing happens where you, where you go, where the tidal wave happens and that cutscene and everything. Um, one of the funny things that Pushel says after you wake up from that happening, and you get like woken up by the dude with the, um, komo- little Komodo pup and everything. Uh, and Pushel comes like out of screen to you uh, because, of course, again, it has a cutscene, like a in-game cutscene that only has you. Uh, yeah, because again, like, the, pre- the game assumed that you weren't right. gonna figure out how to get that character. Yeah, so Pushel like comes comes by after that, and P- the funny thing that he said that he, I assume, I, I'm not sure if it's a male or female anthropomorphic animal i don't know but, it's a uh, giant nightmare creature is what it is but he makes a funny comment about lena spontaneously combusting okay yeah he's just like did lena spontaneously combust where did she go <laughs> oh because she dis. okay yeah he, they don't you don't know what's going on at that point right okay. yeah you don't know what's going on so he's so it's just like did it spot? Did she spontaneously combust? I was like, "That's amazing." <laughs> uh, so the big thing I want to talk about is when we get to Termina. Um, okay. There's a so bun- there's a there's, there's a couple little things in Termina that I want to talk about, but go ahead. Um, there's a bunch of different things that 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 happen. Um, you can meet um, an artist named I think it I think his name is. So Vaughn. The, this is actually one of the things I wanted to talk about. His yeah. father's name is Go. So together <laughs> it's Von Go. Uh-huh. Um or Va- Von Go, Van Go, whatever. Van Go, yeah. Um so y- you can meet them and basically any any time you meet a character that has a character portrait, they mm-hmm. are recruitable, basically. Mm-hmm. I think there's a few exceptions. Um but for the most part, if they have a character portrait, they 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 can be playable. Um, so that's interesting. So do you think that means that Van and Go are recruitable? Yes, they are. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, hundred percent. That's, that's interesting. I those characters are that that whole dynamic that that little story that they wrote for them is super interesting, and it's very like. Um, of this alternate timeline where people make mistakes or terrible things happen to them and they start to just ruin their lives. And it very much seems like that's what this well, other... And, and keep in mind that we haven't met 
anyone outside of the starting village. Mm-hmm. We haven't met duplicates of anyone else other than people from the starting village. Right. So we've met we've met Lena twice. Um, that's really kind of it. Yeah, of the char- of the characters. The that first you can, time you like, get to Termina, you're in this other world. Right. Right. Um, I, and it, but it's just super interesting because, like, if you really, if you sit down and really talk to both of them, you basically get the the story that so Van's father Go used to be a famous painter when he was younger. He was super good at it, and he gave up on it because he had a family. Uh, he had a he had a he, and uh, career versus passion. Right. And and basically what happened was his wife got sick uh, and died. And so after that happened, it went from, you know, Van uh, and his father were close and but they weren't like super close to basically go never even having anything to do with Van whatsoever and go becomes completely uh, just uh what's the word i'm looking for he's like completely focused on work and worrying about these like other paintings that he's bought from other people that were like trying to basically feel fill this void inside of his wife being dead and him no longer like doing anything that he loves yeah Uh, one of the that's one of the things i love about this game is um like you you've always had this issue with open world games where you're like, oh, the main story's not interesting enough. I don't want to go through mm-hmm. it. I'd rather just play the smaller stories. And I keep telling you, like, okay, you gotta play like, you gotta play like The Witchers. And yeah. um, what was the other one I was telling you about? Um, there was some other open world game that I was like, you gotta play this because it's mm. it's vastly different, like. The yeah. stories and the world go together. And here right. it's very much the same thing where it's like all of these stories are happening and like you can either experience them or not. It doesn't take away from the main story. Mm, yeah. But the main story is just as interesting as all of these little side stories. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And so like, just as much care as as the main story got all of these little side stories were really beautifully crafted um and it it's really a shame that your first time through you don't get to experience that many of them mm. like my first time through i i never experienced other than that like opening dialogue where you learn like vaughn is painting and wishes his dad did still painted and they used to bond over it and all that. Other than that interaction, I never mm-hmm. got anything else from them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I didn't do the things that I had to do to unlock those right. characters. Um, right. Cause some of the things that you have to do, like, why would, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and I'll talk more about this in the next episode when it, for the next segment um, because it's that's the choice that like really baffles me. And it's like, what? This makes no sense. Right. Um, 
so whole... one other one other little funny thing um in that same area so the the van goghs are the van von and go are in the giant house at the end of the street there and there's that uh, blacksmith that you also pick up pierre from right yeah so in that blacksmith uh or uh, outside of that blacksmith where you go to talk to the kid uh i don't know if you've ever did the thing you have yeah. to do to get pierre you get the little medallion from him right yeah um there's a scarecrow there right yeah so if you walk up to that scarecrow and talk to it with mojo in the party mojo goes brother <laughs> no you don't look like brother never mind <laughs> yeah so apparently his brother is somewhere in the world which is interesting that's cute i never knew that <clears throat> yeah um but yeah one of the main themes that seems to be going on in this game, and again, I, I, I know a little bit more that I'm letting on because um, mm -hmm. I've played through it. This is actually like my third or fourth playthrough of the game. Mm. Um, and I've watched countless videos like, and read countless threads online about this game. Um, but one of, the, one of the main themes is like, you make this tiny decision. Mm -hmm. And like and whether or not it it it's important, whether or not it has lasting consequences, there are always lasting consequences. So mm -hmm. it, it it's very much like the butterfly effect. Oh uh, yeah, like Definitely. you know, you you do this seemingly random thing, and because of that, all of this other stuff happens. And it, you actually learn later on, because of this one incident in the game, all of the rest of the game happens. Hmm. Right? Interesting. And I, again, I'm not going to say what that thing was or what the rest of it is. Um, right. Because we haven't gotten to that point. But sometimes they use that and they, they do it really well. Hmm. Sometimes they do it and you're just like, how was I supposed to know if I did? How was I supposed to know if I refuse to get kid at Cape Hal that I get Lena in my party? Right. How the yeah yeah like, that that, in, that entire the, thing. The Lena that you're talking sense. to is like I don't even know you. Why would yeah. she join your party? Yeah, I would assume it would randomly. be the the one that you know that joins yeah. your party. Like what that. That doesn't make any, but like, I, I, I hate it from like a gameplay standpoint, but I kind of mm -hmm. love it from this narrative idea that you do this small thing and it has big consequences. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that'll be kind of a reoccurring theme as we go through, um, so another thing, uh, one other thing that happens in Termina uh, that I'm sure you got as well, because it has to do with when you first meet Korcha, the 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 kid that does oh, the, yeah. the raft stuff, the fairy, and the fairy stuff. And there's uh, those kids that are around that like mom or something, um, or no, I'm sorry, it's not a mom. It's, a, it's, the, it's like a merchant. It's a merchant, yeah. Uh, I wrote mom in my notes before I realized that she was a mer that she was a merchant. 
but they're like talking about some story about dragons and oh, I guess yeah. supposedly Korcha has seen them and it's like yeah they're real and everybody doesn't believe him and the mom like she just like completely oh no that's that's yeah that is an emergent it is a mom I remember yeah it is now. a mom you're talking about the the sick child yeah, that's there's a what it little, was. there's a, there's an ill child, and her mother is telling her stories to like kind of mm. soothe her. And she mentions that I really liked the story that Korcha told me about the dragons. That was a really fun story. And right. the mom like loses it and like, don't ever talk to them. Like, yeah. don't, don't believe anything. They're just feeding you lies. And all this stuff. Um, It's like real subtle hints of like racism and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Most definitely. Like they they have hinted at this. Well, no, they haven't really, because that really starts in Goldov when you start talking to demi humans. Oh Um, yeah. Because there's basically two types of people. There's people, and then there's demi humans. Right, right. Part human, part animal type type dealio. Um, And Lynx definitely seems to be one of these uh, demi humans. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there definitely seems to be like a dynamic there between humans and. but, but yeah, but yeah, I was just like, wow, that mom is just a straight bitch, just like a straight up bitch. Well, but it's also like you can kind of see like she's just being overly protective of her tri- child. I mean, like, yeah, but it just it just totally reminded me of like actual racism, you know? Yeah. So I was just like, wow, holy um, shit. Let's talk about the big choice, the, the yeah. choice between Nikki, Guile and Pierre. Okay. Um, yeah, because you chose. I chose Nikki, Nikki which you, takes you in an entirely different direction than what I went. Right. Um, I chose Nikki, in which case you have to actually, you don't actually meet Nikki in Termina. Right. Right. So you meet his dancer, Miki. Mm-hmm. And Miki is like, oh, he ran off to the forest again. I don't know what's wrong with him. He's doing something and so you run out at, to the forest to try to rescue Nikki and it turns out he doesn't really need your rescuing yeah. uh, he's yeah. pretty capable on his own um, but you you go through the forest and you find a back entrance into Viper Manor and so you kind of so- go through you come up through the well that's it. There's a well in the courtyard of Viper Manor, and you come up through mm. that. Okay. Um, and in there, you've learned that Nikki is actually looking for his younger sister. Oh. Um, which will actually, well, I'll talk more about that later on. Okay. Um, but. You learn that Nikki is, is looking for his younger sister, and he's heard a rumor that she is in Viper Manor. And so he's trying to break into Viper Manor. He learned of this back way in, and this is what he's doing in, in the forest. He's looking for this back way in. Hmm. Okay. And so you go through the, the level, you go through the, the, the forest, and you find the back way in, and then you, you end up 
going up a well and coming out inside the courtyard in Viper Manor. Now, you chose Pierre, Pierre. and you said that was just, you just walk up. Yeah, so with Pierre, he literally is just trying to be a hero. Um, And he has heard about the uh, vacancy uh, where one of the dragoons died, uh, and he's wanting to get into Viper Manor to basically apply to be one of the dragoons. Um, So you basically go to the front door, the front gate, and there are some dudes there, and Pierre is just like, are you ready? Let's go. And you just kick their ass. And th- this and is where you get to actually fight Salt and Pepper. like Right. You for, fight them for real. Uh, for realsies and, and not like, oh, it's a tutorial battle. They still run away afterwards. Well, I think, um, I think you actually fight them again later in the game. Like, you do. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's really... So, you basically, you wait till nighttime. And then you go up to the first guys, or actually, no, I'm sorry. You go to break in, you like basically go and beat up the dudes in the front. And then uh, there's like one guy left that like yells back at the guards and the guards open the gate. And then you have to beat those guards up. And then after the gate is open, you're like, we should probably wait till nighttime to try and get in the rest of the way. Right, Which because is, it's what happens when Viper you go Manor the other takes way. place at night. Right. The level... The level Viper Manor takes place at night, so they all it all has to happen at night. Um, now I've actually I've, I've played through with Guile um, several times because Guile is, oh boy, Guile is a character that we never really get to learn a lot about. Oh, um, we never get to learn like what he's actually doing. Now there's a there's a lot of subtext. Um, my girlfriend has actually just recently played through, and she put, picked Guile. Oh, um, well, and there there's a lot of like little subtext and little tiny hints um, about what who he he's looking because you talk to him and he doesn't know what he's looking for. He just yeah. knows he's looking for something. And he seems like he's lost his memory or something. Yeah, he he doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know what he's looking for. He just knows that he has this urge to find someone or something. And he believes that Viper Manor is going to lead him in the direction he needs to go. Right? Mm-hmm. And you actually learn that there's like this kind of sewer system that leads out from Viper Manor. Um, and a bunch of mushrooms go there, and you talk to um, a guy in the back of the merchant shop, and he says, oh, General Viper must like picking mushrooms because there's such great mushrooms back there. Um, and so you learn of this back way. And so when you team up with Guile, Guile's like, oh, there's a back way into Vi- Viper Manor. We can go in basically through the sewer system. They don't call it that. It's like an a, oh. it's like an, a waterway underpass or something like that. So that's the locked door. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh. And you go through. You you re- you kind of recruit Korcha. 
Oh, um, okay. But he doesn't like become part of your party. He just ferries you to the outlet of this waterway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you kind of work your way up this hill and through the waterway and, you know, you fight guys and creatures and whatnot. Um, but eventually you, you make your way into Viper Manor. Um, but again, we don't, we don't ever learn. And this, this is a little bit of a spoiler for later on. Mm-hmm. Um, we, unlike Nikki and maybe Pierre, I don't know. I've never experienced Pierre's cause he's kind of a, uninteresting character <laughs> in the grand it, with all the characters that Colonel Cross has Pierre's kind of like meh um mm-hmm. Guile is a remnant of what they wanted to do so there was a a sequel to Chrono Trigger a d- yeah. direct sequel and it was on the NES or SNES and it was a visual novel. It was a text-based oh, adventure. That's where the and name of the group that kids are part of is Radical called. Dreamers. And this, mm. is, this is where we... we the oh, little no nod way. to it is, is kid is part... It, the Radical Dreamers in the game are a band of thieves. And kid is a, mm-hmm. a member of them. Right? Um mm-hmm. But in Radical Dreamers, you basically are breaking into Viper Manor. Oh. Like, that's the beginning of it, and that's actually the extent of where the game goes. You break into Viper Manor, you go through all of the area, you meet Lynx, he throws the dagger at Kid, and then that's it. The, hmm. game, the game's over. Because it was, it was unfinished. Oh, um, like, it was never officially released. Oh, okay. Um, and this game eventually turned into Chrono Cross, <laughs> which is why, like, the Viper Manor section is in there. Hmm. Um, but in Radical Dreamers, you play as Surge, you play as Kid, and you play as Magus. Mm. Magus... From Chrono Trigger, who has lost his memory. So that's why people think that it's... This is why people think that uh, Guile is Magus. There, there is nothing in the game that comes right out and says, yep, that's who that is. It is kind of a remnant left over from the days when this game was uh, a visual text-based <laughs> Uh, adventure game right and so but if you pay attention throughout the story there are little tiny things and i'm gonna try my best to like bring them up when when they happen Mm -hmm. um because again there's no like this is guile's story they they just kind of started and then never really do anything with it and they just assume that you've pieced it together between the fact that he's got purple hair, between the fact that he floats instead of walks, like <laughs> all of these little hints that he's Magus from the previous game. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So I'm sorry if people keep hearing me clicking the pen. Um, <laughs> it's a bit of a not nervous habit, just a habit I have. I click pens. Um, I'm I, I I try to not do it when I'm on on camera. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's that's guile, and guile is really interesting because um, one he has this direct or he had this direct tie to Chrono Trigger. Um, two, he's just OP as shit. Like, he mm. is he is legit just broken. Wow. Like, if you actually take the time to, like, level up his element grid and stuff, like, it, it's, it's just broken. Wow. Like, it's Interesting. completely breaks the game. <laughs> like, his magic is so, str- like, oh, my God. Uh, but no matter who you choose, you always end up going through Viper Manor in the same same fashion. How you get into it is the only thing that changes. Right. right? So you always do like this little mini game afterward or like when you're in first get into Viper Manor to get the manor key. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there you, you you fall into a trap and then you, that's where you meet scientist lady and the experiment. Well, that's that's a secret trap. Oh. I'm talking about the oh. the you go into like the little circle oh, in the starting okay. area and it like I got you. the floor gives way below you and you right. fall fall down and the guards are like, oh, 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 we trapped you. Uh, I'm not gonna open this gate. We really shouldn't open this gate. And then kid antagonizes them and is like Oi! You ain't shit! Oh, see, that's different. If you don't have Kid in your party, she actually comes from uh, the down the downstairs part. And oh, because she's been captured. Yeah. Yeah. So she, that's she comes where she that joins, way. I bet. Actually, no. She fucks off after that. Oh, really? Yeah, she comes up, she unlocks, she, like, knocks the dude in the back of the head. Uh, unlocks the gate for you and is like, well, I guess you don't, you still don't want to, like, she, she, like, makes, like, a snide comment about you not wanting her in your party still. Yeah, because you and then she her just, off. And then she leaves again. Uh, but no, she she antagonizes the guard and the guard's like, I'm gonna open the gate and show him, and then you utterly destroy them. <laughs> and, and then the giant dick in the sky finally violently destroyed him <laughs> I'm gonna have to show you that clip oh. um but yeah okay. um, alright so we go through Viper Manor we meet all the dragoons yeah, there's nothing you, like super you meet you, you can find some little little hidden secret areas you find one secret area that only general Viper and you're like oh I must be able to get him into my party mm-hmm. um at one point because the game's like oh only general Viper can get past there and it's like yeah, but I want that treasure. Mm-hmm. Um, but you go through, and this is the part that we left out, where we t- go and talk to the prophet. So you go up to the the second level, mm-hmm. and you can either go straight and kind of fuck around and figure out like how to get to the next part, mm-hmm. or you can take a direct left, and you go and talk to. He's just known as Prophet. 
That's all it says in his name. Um, and here, the, it's actually a very large exposition dump of how the world operates. Right? So th this, this whole world is... Basically, there, there's two parallel worlds. There's what, what the game calls Homeworld, which is where Surge is from, and there is another world. And mm -hmm. the prophet explains that the only diff the only thing that's different between it is that something happened to Surge ten years ago, and at Homeworld he survived. And in another world, he died. Right. And because of that, that's why things are different. Right? And so basically, you, you kind of, if you're kind of charting out the timeline or dimensional timelines of Chrono Cross, um, you have the timeline, thing happens to Surge. And then it branches off into two different worlds, mm -hmm. right? You have a home, you have the home world, and then you have another world. And this is why Lena doesn't recognize you. She's like, "No, Serge died ten years ago." Um, but this is actually all all missable, right? And when you talk to the prophet, there there's this girl named Marl, which is no, nope. her her name is Marcy. Marcy. I looked okay. it up. Okay. She is the Dragoon Diva. Yeah, she is one of the three Dragoons. Um, and the whole time she's just like, can I do it now? Can I, can I do it? Yeah. And you're just like, what you want to do? Like, she's a little girl. And it turns out she wants to kill you. Yep, she wants to kick your ass. And so you fight her. Um, but if you have Nikki in your party... Um, Marl is his sister. I mean, Mar uh, no, uh, yeah, Marcy. Marcy. Marcy, yeah. Marcy oh. is Nikki's sister. Oh, interesting. Like, the game doesn't come out and say, like, oh, that's his sister. But he's like, wait, aren't you... Did you ever have a brother? Hmm. Do you remember what happened? And she's like, no. Wow. And like Nikki starts being like, oh, you should remember. Like, like there, there's some dialogue stuff, but like Nikki and Mercy's um, storyline are intertwined. Hmm. She's the sister that Nikki is looking for, hmm. which is why he heard, he heard, oh, I hear my sister is in Viper Manor because she was. She's one hmm. of the four, one of the th three dragoons that are left. Yeah. Hmm. Um, That's really cool. But yeah, th this whole profit thing, um, I, I will say this guy, it turns out to be uber important. Um, yeah. What's, what's kind of messed up is if you, if you don't know, like, especially if you don't know anything from Chrono Trigger, um, you won't really know what, like, I literally looked up a thing to try and figure out who, um, the Dragoon was in that section. And, uh, in that particular thing that I looked up, it says who the Prophet actually is. 
And yeah. I was like, that's pretty shitty. Yeah, you kind of have to be careful when looking up stuff about Chrono Cross. Um, I mean, we had talked about that and I had already gathered that that's who he was. But, I mean, that, that kind of sucks. Uh, um, one of the things that he says during that whole big exposition that I thought was interesting, um, he says something about Angelus Arare, which is like where angels lose their way. And oh, yeah, I, that's what he calls Opasa Beach. Yeah. And yeah. I, I was like, that's very, very interesting. Well, like, it's very clear that he's talking about the teleport thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that... It, and it's kind of like a warning that, oh, you could fuck some shit up if you aren't careful. Yeah. Um, but we'll actually... He will return. Mm, I'm um, sure. In another very large exposition dump. So, let's get to the the big the big Black Panther in the the room. <laughs> Who? So obviously, we you know more about it, who Link says. So you're talking about the vision that Surge has. Yes, the vision that he has. So in the vision that Surge has, when he looks into the dragon tear, or what mm-hmm. the, everyone's saying is the dragon's tear. I mean, it's right? clearly something because it. It's all magic-y looking. Yeah, it's clearly something. We don't know what it is yet. Um, he, he sees this island explode, like I said before. Mm-hmm. But he also sees a panther, a black panther, coming out and attacking him. Like it's hiding in the forest, and then it comes out and attacks him. Um, and we don't know what, like, if it does it hurt him, does it kill him, does he fight it off, like, doesn't it just stops right there? The panther jumps at him and boom, end of vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, Lynx is a black panther creature mm-hmm. thing. Um, and it's like, are these two the same? I mean, I know what's going on. I can. Well, just... what's, well, what's you, even what more you, interesting? What do you think? that that means i want to know what you think the panther in his vision means well okay so originally when i played this game and that happened i was i did not realize that it was a an actual panther i thought it was link and you thought it was what i thought it was link that he was seeing yeah. Oh, okay. And, and what happens later kind of confirmed that for me. But at the same time, now I think that what he was seeing is the event that changes history, basically. Mm. Surge. So you're gets thinking atta- that Surge, Surge, when he was a kid, got attacked by a Black Panther. Black Panther killed him. But wouldn't he, I mean, I would think, even if you were a young kid, you would remember that, right? Like, being attacked, like, I ran into a snake when I was, like, yeah, what, four, five years old, and I remember it vividly. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know. I, I, so, that, but that's where my head went, that is, that, that's, like, the point that happened. Well, and again, that. I'm, not, I'm not saying that you're, you're right or wrong. I'm just saying, right. 
like, well, it, you would think that if he was attacked by a panther, even at a young age, he would remember that, right? Right. So, but but that's that's where I'm at currently. Um, okay, so you I'm, think you think that the event that happened was Surge got attacked by a black panther, right? When he was a kid, and it killed him in this in this uh, and dimension. I, I, I I can tell you, mm-hmm. that is exactly what I thought when I first played through the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, again, I'm not going to say whether you're right and I, and hence my past self was right. Um, right. Um, um, but, but yeah, when I, but when, I first, when I first played the game, I didn't connect anything like that to... I, I just immediately thought it was Lynx, it was him. Um, basically foreseeing the fact that Lynx is a bad guy. I mean, it's clear just from what we've played so far that Lynx is the main protagonist of the... Or not the main protagonist, but the main adversary of... Antagonist. Antagonist, there you go. The main antagonist of the the game for Surge. I mean, Um, yeah. Yeah, it's very... The game... Kind of when they introduce him, make makes a big deal about him. Um, and right, it's very but, clear, like from the moment he shows up, that he's the one in charge. Like he he very right. much ca- takes command over General Viper, which is crazy because you have a dude named General Viper, and you're who, in Viper Manor, right? And I mean, like, and, and it's and it's clear that this is his. His manner, yeah, like, and like talking you, to the people before you go in here. You everybody meet, says it's it's like his Riddle, manner. Riddle is his daughter. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Um. There was actually a little scene with um a character named Glenn and Riddle and uh-huh. Termina that you may not have gotten. <gasps> oh no, I got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, where they talk, They're talking right. about the the. The fourth dragoon the, the, that died. That died, right? Um, and it's it's because in, uh, and they they refer yeah. to him as Riddle's brother, mm, or no, mm-hmm. not Riddle's brother. It's Glenn's brother. Brother. Riddle's fiance. Right, right, right. Um, and that actually starts a whole different storyline. Um, mm, that I don't actually. I was not able to finish it on my first playthrough. Like, I just couldn't beat it. Like, and yeah. I don't think it's possible to beat on your first playthrough. Hmm. Um, but, um, yes, Riddle is General Viper's daughter. And that's why Kid grabbing her was such a huge... Oh, that's why he right, reacted the way the, he did. Yeah, because it's her... Yeah, that makes sense. And you gotta think, like, Link's throwing the dagger at kid slash riddle yeah like isn't gonna go over well but like again lynx is clearly the one in charge like as soon like the game acts like oh yeah general viper's the big baddie and then lynx comes out and it's like oh Oh. no Mm. Mm -hmm. um so like it's it it it's really good like storytelling i feel like um, like they really, they use the medium, like the visual medium so well. 
Like they black out the screen when he's talking just to Surge. And so it's just links on this black screen. And so you have this guy that's dressed all in black on a black background. And he's calling you the Chrono Trigger, the Chrono Trigger, which was the title of the last game. Um, And it's like, it's clear that like, he clearly knows what, what's up. He knows what's going on. So, so my thought is him calling Surge the Chrono Trigger means that Surge is is the entity in this timeline that Well, okay. So this is a bit of a spoiler for Chrono Trigger. This is the first spoiler that we have to do for Chrono Trigger. Mm, okay. okay. The Chrono Trigger in Chrono Trigger was an actual mm-hmm. thing. Again, I don't know why your your screen keeps flashing. I don't know. Um, it's really hmm. weird. Um, hmm. It was also known as the time egg. Oh. Right? And so there's a choice that you have to make in Chrono Trigger. At one point, Chrono dies mm-hmm. because yeah. of various events. And mm-hmm. you have to decide whether to save him. And so... You you get like this doppelganger clone doll of Chrono, to and you him. then use the Chrono trigger or the time egg to go back to that instant where Chrono died and replace Chrono with the doll, thus saving Chrono, which is why it's known as the Chrono trigger. Mm. Right, and so. Okay. So Link's calling you the Chrono Trigger is like, oh, shit. That's like a huge, like, like if you played Chrono Trigger, it's like a huge, like, alarm set off in your head. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, that, that means, like, Surge is like this pinnacle moment. Mm-hmm. Or something. Like, Surge is this uber-important thing in history for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, but if you hadn't played Chrono Trigger, you're just thinking, the fuck's a Chrono Trigger? Yeah, yeah. The first time I played, I like, literally the first time I played this game, I, I did not, I... Don't even remember that cutscene whatsoever. So playing through it again, I was like, "Oh shit!" He calls you the Chrono Trigger. He calls you the key to the death of humanity. What? Does he actually say the key to the death of humanity? Mm-hmm. I don't. He remember. says he says Surge is the key to the death of humanity. Which is I wrote which that is down. actually interesting, knowing what happens. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Any, anything else? Like any, any other story elements that you want to bring up? I don't think so. I think, I think we've, we've hit the. Okay. Obviously I know what's going on and I, I can make, I can just say what's going on. Right. Right. So that's no fun. Me. Yeah. That's no fun. So. Um, and I want to get a little bit of audience slash discord participation here. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're in the Discord, uh, you can type it out in the Discord. If you're not a member of the Discord, you can join and then type yep. in the Discord. Um, yep. or link, you can just, link, link will be in the description. Or you can just comment on this video, um, and mm-hmm. I will definitely be reading through these. I want to know if you guys are playing along or watching along or however you're partaking of this. What do you think is happening? Like, what are your theories? Like, you said that you think the panther is, like, Surge got attacked by a panther 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And in one world, he died. And in another world, or in home world, he didn't die. And in another world, he, he did. did. He did die. Right. right? So home world, he survived. Another world, he died. Um, who do you think Lynx is? I have no idea. I mean, well, clearly, clearly, I, he's a he's a he's a demi human of some type. I, I I will tell you. Um, we will find out who Lynx is, sort of. By the well, next point that we play to, right? So we re- so, really? so we'll get to talk about that. So I should know this already because I got to that point. You may not have pieced it together. Hmm. Um, and it may not have have told you outright. Yeah. But but, but I'm pretty sure based off dialogue, you can kind of figure it out. Okay. Um. If I'm remembering everything correctly, I may be just remembering it wrong. I I apparently remembered um, a lot of this. Like I I thought the disc change was at the next point that we were gonna stop at. It is not. That is not the it, disc change. Oh, it's further in then. Yeah, it's way further in. Oh, okay. Like you almost beat the game before you get to disc two. Oh wow, interesting. Um, and I, I just completely misremembered that. Um, hmm. But I want to know, like, what what do you guys think is going on? Who I I so the one thing I can't wait for I can't wait because I know I so I know that one of the things that the prophet brings up is obviously that we because. Like the whole thing with the the Angela Sarare and that whole part that he mentions is clearly this, this feels like a spoiler, so maybe I shouldn't say anything. Maybe not. You're you're pretty bad about giving spoilers away. So one of the thing. Okay, we'll say this. I said I, instead. One of the things that I think is going to happen is. I mean, like Chrono Trigger, we're going to have the ability to time travel. Okay. And, but unlike Chrono Trigger, everything, I think, is only going to take place in the uh, home world or another world. Because, obviously, they have significant name. Okay. So, obviously, at some point, we're going to be able to go back to the home world. Right. I can't. I can't wait until I go back to the home world with another world, Lena, and walk up to the home world, Lena, and see what happens. 
I yeah, I mean, I mean, some of the characters you can do that with. Um, that there's one character specifically I'm thinking of that has a really great reaction to it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you, you're I, able to I, recruit them, wait. and you recruit them in your party, and you take that person to the, the opposite world, um, and they meet themselves, and their their reaction is just gold. I, <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I will I, I definitely can't, I, be getting that. So we'll definitely get to talk about that. I, I can't wait for that for that type of her. I will say one of the, the interesting things uh, that actually just now I realized is you don't see Pushel in another world. You only see Pushel in no Pushel in another world has already gone on his adventure. Oh, yeah. There's a little there's a little sign or something in the village. And push out oh, see, I've already gone on my started my adventure. Oh, see, I'm I will out say that, or something that's like the, that. the the one mistake I made was I didn't go and talk to every villager when I transported to another world. Yeah, I will tell uh, those people that are playing along. Uh, remember, this is an old school RPG. Um, you, yeah, you yeah, need to talk to everybody. It's important to talk to everyone in a. Multiple can. times at some point. Sometimes. Yeah, some sometimes um like there's one character, I don't remember who it was, um, but you talk to him several times and then they're like, Fine. Mm. Oh no, it was it was Karsh in his room when you meet him in Viper Manor. Yeah, because that's how you get the And you talk code. to him and he's like that's seven times. And then you talk yeah. to him again, and he's like, fine, just take the fucking treasure. Because yeah, yeah. there's a chest, and he's like, only I can open it. And you keep talking oh, to him. really? Oh, son of a bitch, I didn't get that. Yeah, no. Yeah, if you keep talking to him over and over, after like the eighth or ninth or tenth or whatever time, he's like, fine, just take it. <laughs> That's funny. Oh dang, I missed I missed an item. That's unfortunate. Um, but again, if you guys are are, are playing along, um, put your your theories as to what's going on. Who? Do, yes. What, what do you think is going on? Who do you think Link says? Um, absolutely. Who? Who the hell is Kid? Yeah, yeah. We didn't even talk about that. Like, well, it you... hasn't really even come up. She. Kind of no, showed yeah. up out of nowhere and was just like, yeah, yeah I mean, you're my we, buddy. I mean, except for you, who were like, fuck off. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Like, you can't be mean to Ken. Yeah, sorry. but... Anyway, uh, anything else you want to bring up before we kind of wrap things up here? No, yeah, I think... I, I think... We we've been we're pushing two forty at this point, so yeah, we yeah. should probably wrap it up. Um, <laughs> usually, we're hoping that they won't take this long. They will um, not hopefully be as long as this one. Um, we're Though, hoping like maybe yeah. an hour per game if we do two games or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I I foresee the next game that we're gonna do that's gonna be a short game to probably not take as long. Um, so, um, 
the next area that we need to get to, and I'm gonna mm. do, I'm gonna do my best to not not spoil anything. Okay, so I'm gonna kind of go that's go by just like area names. Oh, um, okay. So the next area we need to get to is we need to get to Fort Dragonia. Get through there and get to the next save point. After that? After that level. Okay. Okay. So the the so we need to get to the point where the events that happened there that we yes. kind of see in the very beginning of the game happen. Maybe. Well. And then there's the save after that. Okay. Yeah. And then there's a save point after that. Uh, I'm sure it'll be like this one where you have to go through a little bit of exposition. Mm-hmm. Um, like they, they explained, oh, kid's been poisoned. The only, po- the only cure is the Hydra. And then, you know, we get to that save point in Goldov. And right. Stop. Um, this is going to be the same thing. We're going to get through Fort Dragonia. We're going to watch all the cutscenes. We're going to get to the next area. And then the next save point you get to, we're going to stop there. Okay. okay. Do now, you have around about how many hours in that is? It's probably going to be around 10 to 15 hours. Okay. Because um, basically where we are currently is about five or six hours and yeah. depending on how we're long it take to do some things probably gonna do this in chunks of 10-ish hours at this point yeah probably um so we'll keep the the i'll always keep we'll always keep the first episode of a game if it's a long playthrough um to like maybe the five hour mark mm-hmm. um that way we, we can Obviously, it'll depend on each game. Uh, there are some games where it's like the tutorial lasts like ten hours. Yeah. Um, but we'll we'll try to get a good clip in enough to where we can talk about the gameplay, um, and then anytime there's a gameplay update. Um, so the next time we talk about Chrono Cross, it's mostly going to be story. What's happening in the story? Um. You know, what are we getting frustrated with? What do we really enjoy about the game? That sort of thing. Um, to kind of give you guys yeah. a preview. Yeah. Um, so, but that's, that's the next um, stopping point for us. Um, mm-hmm. So, and do you want to go ahead and announce... A short game to play? Oh yeah, we definitely should because okay. it's going to be the whole yeah. So the the next thing we're going to be playing is, is Halo Reach. Yeah. Uh, it only takes about maybe ten hours or so total to play through. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you play it with a friend, it can take even less. Um, I highly yeah, recommend playing it with a friend, somebody that's going to enjoy the cutscenes with you. Yeah. Um. So and I. Th- think we might actually just start over from the beginning. Oh, yeah. Um, since we've kind of announced it, um, we will probably be playing that um, sometime during the week on stream. Oh, yeah. 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 We'll probably stream it. Uh, um, 
That way, if people don't have a, the ability to play it or don't really want to play through it again, but want right. to like enjoy people you know, and playing for some reason, it. they like us and mm, they're like, yeah. this bitch is funny or enjoyable. <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, my students always seem to enjoy me on stream, so yeah. yeah. I don't know. I must be doing something right. Must Stud- be. Students kept coming to my classes, even though I recorded them and put them up on YouTube later. Um, <laughs> but, but anyway, um, speaking um, of YouTube, do you want to let them? I mean, obviously, yes, people watching, um, uh, they can see our social stuff. But for people listening, um, I'm kind of our general outro here. Um, my name is Lady Farah um, on YouTube and Twitch. It's Lady Farah 14. Uh, we actually need to fix that in the... Uh, yep, I just um, realized that. Um, and you are just Moore's Draconis everywhere, right? Yes, I am Moore's Draconis everywhere. Um, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. Uh, um, I, I chose a name that nobody ever uses, so I have access to it everywhere. Um, again... Our Twitter for this, uh, what was it called again? It is, um, it was at, it is, at BacklogCastPod. Because we're a cast pod. Instead of a podcast, (laughs) we're a cast pod. Well, you know, you got to go with what's available. Unfortunately, Back, backlog but, cast uh, was already taken, so we had to add something. Yeah, we had to change it a little bit. So. But uh, there is a link in the description for the video, as well as there will be social links at the in the description for all the podcasts. Yes. Um, uh, if you are interested that, in the songs that we've been playing, um, those will also be linked in the descriptions below. Yeah. Um, if you would like to join the Discord to continue a discussion or bring up a point. Um, obviously you can do that. The link will be up and, uh, I don't think it'll ask for anything. I think it'll just let you join. You'll just have to create an account in discord if you haven't yet. Yeah. That's other. Um, Otherwise that's it. Okay. Um, so no approval or anything needs to happen. Okay. Nope. Um, but if you don't want to join the discord and you want to participate, uh, you can feel free to leave a comment in the video. Um, we're going to try to annotate the video as best we can. We are new to this, so hopefully we will get better and learn as we go. Um, yeah. And, uh, obviously, you know, comments of the videos always welcome, you know, um, the only thing we ask is keep it civil and polite. Yeah. If you use uh, and, any and, kind of slurs, Twitter as well. you use any kind of slurs, that is an Insta ban. Well, we can't ban them. We can delete. Well, it, we can ban them from the Discord. Delete the comments. Right. Yes. I think you can actually ban people from your comment section. I don't. Anyway. I watch uh, a lot of DSP. I think you can do that now. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, that's um, it. Uh, thank you, uh, everybody that came to watch. Um, real quick. Um, I I do. Oh um, yes. I do repair streams and mods. Um, mm-hmm. So if you are into that, uh, feel free to check out my channel. I think I have... What was I doing? Oh, uh, you I, were made, mod- I, I, I was making an arcade stick. I made a custom arcade stick. 
you um, modded your arcade stick. And I believe it's all on there start to finish. So if you want to check that out. Um, I'm going to be doing some other controller mods here shortly. Actually, um, those are not on your YouTube channel. Those are on your Twitch channel. Oh, Twitch channel. I need to move those over to YouTube before they get you deleted do. off Twitch. Yeah, um, the, the They will be on my YouTube different. channel shortly then. Yeah, the things that are on your YouTube channel are us playing through Metroid Zero Mission. Yes. Um, and I also do some gameplay. Um, so I am very much into the play on original hardware as intended mm-hmm. type deal. But again, however you enjoy games, it's, it's fine by me. Um, <laughs> what do you stream when you stream? Uh, God, when I stream, it's usually whatever I feel like playing at the time. Uh, last couple of streams that I did were, uh, I think I did like an Apex Legend thing, and I did a couple other uh, things here or there. Uh, I'm, I participate in a, like a crazy Madden football league that you will probably see a bunch of videos on my channel for. That That's... Uh, what is mainly on my channel at the moment. Uh, I was playing through Final Fantasy VII there for a bit, but got a little bored of that. Um, if I do stream, it's usually on Twitch at this moment, so that's probably if you wanted I, to watch I'm, me stream. I definitely so. stream on YouTube now. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. probably watch her on YouTube, and I, for me, it's... If you want to see anything that's not football-related... Uh, actually, YouTube will be. I take that back. YouTube will be where I'll be streaming. I'm gonna. I've switched that. So, so yeah. Okay. If I stream anything that's not football related, uh, it's going to be on YouTube at this point. All right. Uh, I believe that's it. Yeah. Any any other things you want to say? Uh, just you know, be careful out there. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Uh, and uh, just you know, do better in general world. I mean, yeah. Yeah. My thing is just try to keep spoilers to a minimum. Oh yes, and if you've played through all of the game, please don't spoil it in in comments or anything yeah. like that. That's just really crappy. Um, it's bad enough that when you go to search for things, it's in there. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Thank you, everybody. Uh, and and uh, we, we are always going to be doing this. We're going to try to do this weekly. Definitely. Um, that is the plan. We're going to try to do it, and we'll see how it goes. But it's always going to be on a Saturday at 4 p.m. Yep. So, um, yeah, that's it. Yep. Thanks, guys. Thank you, everybody. All right. And, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the stream. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Um. So be sure to check out the next one and we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.